Welcome back to the internet spot of mystery. We're still here. We are still here. We were unable to escape, unable to guess correctly. We're still here for your enjoyment. We're still here. We're going to find this, that we are going to guess the internet when we push random on Wikipedia. That is right. This time. Yes. I don't want to be stuck with this guy here anymore, okay? Help. This is reminding me, Lucas, that we should definitely say, don't drive like my brother. Can't rip off uh, car talk. (laughs) But we're doing the same play. It's great. All right. Now, if you are prepared, we're going to hit the button. In three. No, we have to guess, but we have to guess before we hit the button. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First we're going to so, guess. So, Duh Wizard, do you have a guess for us this time? My guess is, hmm, this is a tough one. I'm sensing a lot of options in the multiverse. I'm going to go with Djibouti, the country. D-J-B-O-U-T-I, Djibouti. You know, when someone says D-J-B-O-U-T-I, I just feel like that actually should be someone's DJ name. It has to have happened, right? Yeah, but if it's the DJ that pops, wrong. I want the country. Yeah, I understand that, but there is a DJ out there who's clearly a DJ booty. There's lots of jokes about it. I mean, there's the, the album by uh, Frank Zappa, Sheik Djibouti. No, Sheik Djibouti is... Fu- that, I understand that. That one's great. Well, I'm going to go off the rims there, Lucas. I think we should... Uh, you know, Da Wizard is not going to let me down, but I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about Frank Zappa. So come on, Frank Zappa. All right. Three, two, two one, one. Hit it. Hit it. All right. Welcome back. And it landed on Sidecar Cocktail. The cocktail. Mm. Okay. The cocktail. Right. Interesting. Now, the Sidecar is an IBA official cocktail. And as I noticed here, like many cocktails and drinks, there is a disputed battle over who invented it. It's kind of odd, but it seems like a lot of cocktails have this dispute. I think it's mostly a tourism thing where different hotels want to be like, I invented it or I did. In this case, the sidecar, both the Ritz Hotel in Paris, putting on the Ritz, they claim they invented it, as does a place in London. So, two vine stories of the origination of the sidecar. But one French and one English. That's right. One French and one English. It's a matter of national pride who invented the sidecar. Now, I noted here that the sidecar was said to have been invented uh, after World War I. Do you feel like there was a reason that it came about after World War I and not before? Obviously, these particular you know, uh, ingredients into a sidecar existed. Triple sec, cognac, yeah. lime juice, you know. So well, why like after World, World War I? World War I was the perfect um, confluence of events for the creation of the sidecar. A, it was depressing. People wanted to drink a lot. And B... <laughs> It was when they actually had sidecars. Like, motorcycles were just starting to be a thing. Yeah, but that doesn't explain why the ingredients came to be the sidecar then, right? No, but from its inception, they had the name sidecar. That's true, I get all that. All the ingredi- all the necessary ingredients for the creation of sidecar, both in the drink and the name, came together on World War One. Well, no, the, the, the name, cause, because before then, you would have had, like, some sort of sidecar on your bicycle, and that would have been weird. Yeah, that's true. Or, like, a side carriage, but... That wouldn't work either. Yeah, buggies are meant to go behind the horses, not to the sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess my yeah. thought here is that given the numbers of World War I vets, there may have been an upsurge in drinking in bars, 
that might have been one thing yeah. post World War One, possible. But also, we would have had mm-hmm. a lot of uh, English uh, vets who would have actually taken to drinking in France because they'd been in France where they would drink more brandy. That's true. And they would have access to things like triple sec. And, you know, I'm not saying that lemons and limes were unavailable in England prior to World War One, but certainly they're more available in France. Yeah, there's one story, perhaps apocryphal, that says that they credit the invention of the drink to an American army captain in Paris uh, during World War One, World War and it was named after the sidecar that the American captain used. Well, that's because we're just we're just inventive. Mm-hmm. As Americans, we're inventive. That is true. We're also down with drinking and driving. We're not actually, but we're not. Th- but we're more tolerant of it than Europe, in the sense that we actually named the drink after our car, which gets weird. Though. Yeah. But I guess you could also say this, it's kind of like the drink in itself is telling you to not drink and drive, because it's like, if you drink this thing, you got to get in the sidecar, not be the guy driving the thing. But then the other person who is your driver is still driving a motorcycle. Yeah, they're driving a motorcycle, but they haven't been drinking. Is the motorcycle more stable with a sidecar? I think less, but I, I don't know. So the other wheels of the motorcycle, like making it into a tricycle or making it into other wheels, makes it less stable? Because, like, the point of the motorcycle, it stays up because of, like, gyroscopic motion or whatever, yeah, right? gyroscopic stability. Gyroscopic stability, yeah. So the thing's got to sit up straight. And sidecar, just by its nature, is putting it to the side. But having more points of contact, wouldn't that make it more stable? I don't think so, actually. My, you know, it's interesting. Um, getting a little bit off topic, but supposedly, if you are bicycling on a unicycle in the rain... You are more stable than just on a regular bicycle because of the way the weight is distributed. You're putting more weight pressure down on the tire, mm. so you have more contact. So if you're going to bicycle in the rain, you want to do it on a unicycle. Wouldn't that just depend on your weight? So if you were very small, you'd actually have less contact than if you were a bulky person. But in terms of like, if you were on a bicycle, you're splitting the weight of two wheels, ah. so you have less pressure down contact in the road. Okay, so if you're a very small person, you would really prefer to be riding a unicycle. Exactly, yeah. Same point that if you had to spread the weight out over the wheels of the other vehicles, you could have less contact? You have less traction, more wheels. Ah, okay. Okay. So, uh, also noted here in the article is that the sidecar is an official cocktail, uh, which was denoted in a what I would consider a very snooty book they bring up as to where it, and where, where it should be uh, drank. And this is called The Fine Art of Mixing Drinks by a Mr. David A. Embury, who published this cocktail book in 1948. Uh, He is of the opinion that if it's a true cocktail, it has to be had before your meal, and it should, in fact, whet your appetite with the alcohol. So no uh, sugar, no sweet syrups, anything like that, because it is not to be had with cakes or cookies or mid-afternoon drinks. So the mm-hmm. sidecar is meant to be just that. It's meant to make you hungrier, supposedly. And again, you know, it's kind of odd. I don't really think in terms of, like, hard liquor being paired with food. I mostly think of beer and wines being paired with mm. food, but you can pair hard liquor with food. I just don't view it as that connected. It would be interesting that, you, you know, I mean, obviously we pair vodkas with food if you're going to, like, a Russian restaurant, so we could pair cocktails with our meals. That is true. That is true, but I... I Specifically, like, mixed cocktail drinks, I just think of them as, like, you know, you don't go out to get martinis and a bunch of food. Maybe you do. I don't. 
Is the, mar- the martini is a cocktail look, right? You're supposed to have that before you eat? Yeah, yeah. Separate. Hmm. Okay. That does mean sometimes I'm, I'm actually getting a cocktail and I go, oof, this is going to be rough because I'm not going to eat and I'm getting the wrong drink at the wrong time. If I know I'm not going to eat, I should actually get a sweeter daiquiri or something like that. That could be true, yes. Hmm. Very interesting. Yes. Now, all of this, though, I know that we have landed on sidecar cocktail, but it makes me want to think about the sidecar as a mode of transportation. Because when I thought about it deeply, I realized basically the sidecar is like a set piece that also works as a mode of transportation. Like, why would you ever be in a sidecar except for the fact that it could collapse, it could come apart? It just seems like a thing built in search of, like, a disaster, you know? Something where, like, they put it together specifically for movies to, like, have at it and, like, have it explode or to come apart. Well, obviously, There's they just need too to have options. the two parts where the two people, like, separate and then... You know, they all have to hold on to each other to hold together, and then they bring them back together. You know, there's so much action that can take place between the two parts, right? Exactly. You could have a fist fight between the guy in the sidecar and the guy riding the bicycle. You could have the sidecar separate. You could have the tension of, like, you know, the bolts and nuts connecting the sidecar shape. That always happens. Until the thing falls off. Plus, all it's of hard that. to fire you know, a I feel gun like the sidecar is just, like, to be honest, made for that sort of thing. It's not hard to fire a gun if you're in the sidecar. And... I don't know. I've never... I mean, is there a movie with a sidecar that doesn't have some sort of crazy thing happen to it? I've never seen it. Like, where it just, like, stays on there? I can't think of one right now where the sidecar is just, like, standardly nothing happens. It's almost like like Chekhov's gun. Like, if you see a sidecar in a show, you're like, oh, it's gonna explode or come apart or something. It's not just gonna roll roll along. Yeah, like Renegade. You know Renegade's friend is gonna get into a fight on the sidecar. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. You know, I mean, the classic is Indiana Jones, but there's a lot of movies, more than you'd think, with, like, a sidecar. And I feel like once you see the sidecar in the shot, you know something's happening. The other sidecar that I remember is, I think in Baywatch, actually, they have the, like, other, like, the African-American helper guy to, he's, he's the police chief, I think. The police chief that runs around with Hasselhoff. There's a scene with him and, like, a sidecar coming up the beach. Okay. D- I mean, I assume that it breaks apart on the beach, right? There's definitely a part where it, like, gets loose, yeah, and it's going to, like, run over some beachgoers. It's loose! We're not in control of the sidecar, everyone! Run for your exactly. lives! But, you know, it is interesting, too, that um, this popped up as a drink, because, you know, I think a lot of podcasts have a drinking element or, like, reference alcohol and we were not intending that but here we are the internet spot of mystery has delivered us to the well, good thing we don't need to eat or drink at the internet spot of mystery because we're here until we're that's you know, true it is kind of a purgatory scenario yeah exactly it's it's um yeah i think it's more bardo-esque okay um it's basically the bardo that's what it's like going on here yeah we're here forever but we're going to guess yeah. this right eventually right the wizard we're we're in the internet bardo you know? In the internet, Pardo. All right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to the episode this week. Obviously, the next episode is available on our Patreon, and you can email mm-hmm. the uh, show at internetspotofmystery at gmail.com. Yes, or Twitter. Internet Spot of Mystery at Twitter. We got that too. Uh, we appreciate Flamers' comments. Uh, anyone who wants to talk about or have or send us sidecars, 
Uh, we're kind of hungry, but yep. we, you know, we're here just in a yep. Bardo scenario. Flame us, flame us on the flaming hot Cheetos. Or could you make a flaming hot sidecar? Could you like just like add vodka or that or not vodka? Um, you could add like some sort Tabasco? of one fifty one on the rim, and you could get it on fire. Yeah, but would it be good? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think these drinks, this this alcohol, like cognac. Hmm. I think the cognac is going to burn. F- when hot it gets hot, it actually but, the, the, the sugar could. changes. Hmm. When cognac gets hot, the sugar changes. It's it's more of a caramel scenario. Oh wow! Yeah, so you could caramelize that sidecar. You could, yeah. Because it is just distilled you do, wine. You know, like you can take a, a double black like the beer, and you stick a hot poker in it, and it caramelizes it. It's extra delicious. Maybe if you stuck a hot poker in a sidecar, would that work or would it just ignite? Uh, well, it would certainly evaporate the alcohol. Okay, so it wouldn't make it tastier. I mean, the flavors might be more there with less alcohol, I suppose. Also, they might caramelize some of the sugars. Okay, well, if anyone has done this, has uh, tried to poke their uh, sidecar drink, let us know. Yeah, if you have a flaming hot poker you put into a sidecar and you have a video of that, we definitely want to see. The internet demands it. All right, thank you for listening. We'll see you next episode.